Hey everybody, welcome to the Struggling Hunters. This is episode number 17 coming at you not live. Uh I am Eric and I am Joe. And we are ready to come at you with another episode tonight. Um we're going to try to make this a quick one. We have some things going on on the other end that we're pretty excited about, so we're going to uh kind of make this a quick one get to those pretty quick uh with that said joe you want to get right into it and start talking about some of your scouting epidemic <laughs> times sure. in the woods yeah so my great plans uh aren't turning out to be so great as i thought they once as I, much as i thought they once they were <laughs> um i thought you know it's kind of i thought that uh not that I thought I had this hunting season in the bag, but as I've been going down uh, scouting like the private property that, that I've, I've gained uh, permission to hunt on and uh, public property too. But the, so the public private property, I, I was able to locate, uh, you know, a, a small herd of bucks. But the last two times I've been going down, I have not seen them. So that I don't know. So I think there's a couple. So I've been hunt. I've been scouting those that area in the mornings, and then moving up up on the public property, public land, uh, in the evenings, and uh, and glassing those, and trying to see if I can come up with something up there. I have been seeing does, but no bucks. Mm. But I don't know. I've been trying to decide if the heat has anything to do with it or if uh, the moon or if uh, I don't, I, it, or what exactly could be affecting it. You know, like as far as a, uh, pro, the public, the private property, uh, I feel like is a couple things going on. Uh, you know, they get the, the people, the property that I got permission to, they have the alfalfa fields, and so they got to move uh, water lines. And so people, you know, are down in there messing with water, and which is, you know, I'm not saying I'm not, that I'm mad about that. I can't be. They're, you know, I've been given permission to hunt on there. So, you know, the farmer's got to do what he's got to do. Uh, and like I said, the heat, the moon i'm un, uncertain or if it's just the time of year that the deer have a cycle to where they start moving someplace else you know i've only been watching them the last couple of weeks but uh but yeah so and i don't know if the like i said as far as the hunting the public property up on the mountain i've you know i was up i was up at like ten thousand feet eleven thousand feet uh, and I was, and I was, I had a pretty good area this last, um, weekend that I could glass a couple, like a couple different hillsides. One was probably too far to really even, uh, to glass effectively on, but what I could, what was in front of me was close enough, but, uh, I thought for sure, but I will say I, I so we had that episode a couple weeks back that we talked about, like, you know, what type of, uh, food and, or foliage that that deer and elk are going to eat and I hate to admit it that I've slipped into the mindset of just get up high and find a glassing point 
and just glass. So I threw everything else that we talked about out the window as far as, you know, trying to find those places with good, um, with good food in it. You know, there was water. I knew there was, I know there was water in there as I was hiking in, there was, you know, uh, little seeps, little springs that were shooting out on the trail that I was going up on here and there sporadically. So I figured, you know, the site I was looking on, figuring it would be roughly the same, but, uh, I didn't see any antlers. I saw one doe this last weekend. Um, but then again, like I said, I, I, you know, looking down, I could see a ton of green grass and whatnot, but I don't, you know, like I, I'm sure they could eat it, but I don't know if, if there's a, so a couple of things with that train of thought was, I don't know if there's a, a better spot that the deer have found that they like to hang out in. You know, I'm sure there's better spots. I just haven't found it yet. Or if it was just hot enough that they they know of a shady spot and they're just sitting in that shady spot all day till it cools out. And I stayed up there till pretty much dusk and I was getting hard to, to glass. And I, I couldn't see anything. So I don't know if, you know, if my inability to see at night is limit, limiting me because of the heat. Or if I just wasn't in a good enough area um, for the out for the deer to be in, what, and what, was it kind of thick in there or no? It was moderate. You know, it wasn't um, extremely thick. You know, it, it wasn't, but it was thick enough that it, it cast enough shade if there's something in there. Yeah. Um, but the you know the other interesting thing is the the doe that I saw was on like an open hillside, but she fed into a, like a little, little stand of trees. I should have probably, what I should have done is watched where she, I, but I don't know that the bucks, I think the bucks are right now are in the bachelor groups and they're not really, you know, too concerned about the doe. Right. So it's not really effective to really concentrate on where the does are at, you know? Yeah. Well, kind of like you said, though, those, especially those bigger bucks, I mean, from what I understand is they, 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 they'll set in their bedding areas a long time. If it, if they ain't getting disturbed in their bedding areas, they're not going to move and uh, they might be more nocturnal. Uh, What was the moon this weekend? I didn't really pay attention. It was a, I don't know that it was a full moon, but you know, it was it was bright out, you know, it, it was yeah. still bright enough that they could be moving around. And I'm sure that had something to do with it and being hot, you know, here in Utah, we had kind of, I was not record breaking temperatures, but it was a hot week, you know, like every day was in, was over a hundred. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Cause it just, I didn't, I don't want to be out hiking when it's hot, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. We've been kind of going through the same thing over here too. So. I'm almost betting that they were probably staying bedded down that much longer just because, because the moon was out and they could uh, just eat all night, you know? Right. I mean, I guess you never really know, or maybe we just don't know because we're the struggling hunters, not the professional hunters, but. Right. um, I don't, I mean, two weeks from now, man, it could change all over again. 
no, it, that's the way it can. And that's, I've been trying to like mow over in my head how, what kind of strategies I want to go, you know, I want to do. And one of the things that kind of popped to my mind is where, you know, we're kind of limited on time is uh, kind of find a good glassing point in the morning. And then, I mean, it's, it might be too aggressive. I'm not sure, but it's something I kind of want to try. And then, so I want to come up with a plan of having two glassing points, one for the morning, one for the evening. And then try to have a good uh, stand of timber in between the two. So that way I can still or still hunt my way through the stand of timber and take all after, take my time, go slow. And then by the time I want to be glassing for the evening, you know, a couple hours before the sun sets, get up to my glassing point and then be able to glass someplace new and then maybe start there the next day from that glassing point and then still hunt through some timber to another point. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea. Right. I think, I feel like it's a little aggressive because, you know, that's a lot of movement going on in an area, but you know, the, this area that I'm hunting, it's, you know, I don't know when the next time I'll have a tag for it. So it's not like I'm wanting to be too careful. You know what I mean? Like my presence after this weekend, I don't really care because I probably won't be up there again because I'm going to switch to the elk hunting after the, after the opening weekend. I think that could change too, but, but where I'm not really planning on going back, I really don't care how much of a presence I make in the woods, you know, like. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, we got to keep our, uh, we got to keep our spirits up, be optimistic no, that's, that's for sure. Like, that's one of the things is, you know, talking to, talking this over and talking to other people and, you know, I was like, well, what's my best bet? And, you know, the conclusion is, is, uh, well, you know, like, I, do I start, do I still hunt, you know, or go through the timber or, and no matter what, I want to do like what we said before is I want to spend all day out, out hunting. Yeah. You know, I don't really want to go back to the truck unless there's something needed. But once once we leave the truck in the morning, I don't want to go back till the sun, till sundown. But you know, if with that being said, you know you're going to have a better opportunity no matter what you're doing, if it's right or wrong, of getting an animal if you're out in the woods. You know. Yeah. So. Well, is it is it bad to say that I'm so optimistic that I I was planning on just taking the truck out where we're going to hunt, open the tailgate. Wait for it to jump in the back. And then head home. <laughs> head home. Slit its throat. Head home. And uh, call it a day. Is that a little too – do you think that's a little too optimistic or – No, I think that's, that's a good way to start. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I think we'll be all right, though. I think – I don't know. I mean, you, you've scouted it. I haven't even been out there. I'm going to go out there – looking like a deer in the headlights no pun intended uh but so i don't know what anything looks like i'm just gonna be following you but uh i don't know i feel you put a lot of time out there and i think that's kind of given me more confidence that you're gonna get something because uh the time that you've been putting out there so yeah. far yeah and that's like the one thing so like yeah i've 
that's a little frustrating though, like spending all this time and not seeing what I want to see. Yeah. No. But so when, when the, but yeah, I've been looking at Onyx and I might probably change locations where I have been. I found some other bulls that um, I want to, want to hunt, you know, like we want to look at, I think might be a little bit better. Um, so where I, if we end up hunting the public property, it might be totally different than where I've been scouting, but you know, I'm not, but it's, with that is being said, I should say I did, I should, I did find someone's uh, sleeping pad. Oh, no, really? Yeah. It's hidden up under a tree. I left it there, but it's hidden up under a tree. So someone was backpacked in there. I probably should have, I didn't, I saw it through my spotting scope, but, uh, or my binoculars. I should have went down and looked at it, but. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder if they actually left it. I mean, it, it, it could have been one of those blow up ones that uh, might not be, or could you tell what I it, think was? it was? A, it was a styrofoam because it had like the waffle shape to it. Oh, okay. Huh. Maybe they just left it out there or maybe they're coming back to get it. Right. Or they're leaving it for the hunt. I don't know. Just seems like a weird thing to leave for the hunt though. <laughs> True. True. I don't know. But, that's exciting though, man. That's, uh, that's exciting to, uh, to, uh, know, well, we're, we're coming up close by the time this thing drops the weekend that this thing drops, we'll have it all set up to drop. Uh, we'll be out hunting and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be running into some animals uh, and, I'll, and I'll, be getting, I'll be getting some sick shots uh, with the camera watching Heck the, yeah watching the arrow go through yeah and uh yeah i don't know man i'm i'm getting excited i got i took the or i got the time off for work and oh good i'm all ready to i'm all ready to go good yeah i've been doing like meal prep you know uh been of meal prep i shouldn't say meal prepping yet but i've been purchasing items to be to be you know turned into mills and whatnot so that way next week i can start getting all my menus put together you're a little further than me i was trying to think what i wanted to do exactly well because i don't know well i guess it's something that we got to figure out is how much we're going to camp and how much we're going to have your dad right. chef chef it up <laughs> do you think he would is he much of a chef much no. of a barbecue no <laughs> He doesn't turn on. The, he doesn't strike up the old grill and get the no. get, get the ribs going. No, you'd be good. You'd be lucky to get a a can of soup. <laughs> oh man, maybe maybe I'll have to take my new Blackstone griddle. We'll cook some food on that. Yeah, that's 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 one of the hard things. Is you know we're talking about this is been trying to decide what how much of it I split between. Cause it's not, I don't have a lot of private property to hunt on. So it's not like we can just like take off hiking all day on private property. And uh, with not seeing anything, you know, I'm like, do we just take Saturday day and just, you know, hunt the morning where I've been seeing them and then kind of, we, I mean, there's plenty of uh, public property around the private that we can kind of spend, you know, time in the area and then come back and hunt the evening 
to see if something comes out. But you know, like then if nothing comes out Saturday, I kind of thinking if we did, if that's what it is, I'm kind of thinking of spending uh, Sunday and Monday camping out up on the mountain. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, I can pull out my Kodiak tent. <laughs> I'm bringing it just in case. I don't know if we'll, we'll actually I, use it. I'd say bring it. You know, just just to. Just, just so that way it's there. Because like I said, I'm not ruling it out. If we're not seeing anything down on, on the private property, you know, we're going up up on the mountain. We're going so, camping. Because it's a good hour drive up and down. So I don't want to, I don't want to spend that much time driving, you know. Um, How do I, I think I have a feeling and I, and I don't want to, I mean, I'm following you, whatever you want to do, you know, it's your hunt, whatever. But, but I do have a feeling that we're probably going to run into some stuff uh, Saturday evening. I think Saturday morning, we, we, I mean, it could be Saturday. I mean, you know, I, I can't sit here and be like, oh, it's going to be exactly at six o'clock in the evening. But um, I just have a feeling that the way that I picture it in my head, where we're going to be setting those those deer are going to come down to us in the evening and that's when we're going to get our shot i hope yeah i hope that happens because of this reason too because you're crazy enough that you'll make me we'll go hunt all day saturday and then you'll make me go up in the mountain set up camp saturday night and then get up bright and early on sunday and make and, and make me go walking around so what i'm hoping is we get lucky on saturday get get some sleep get up in the morning go up hunt and then midday set up camp i don't want to set up camp midnight <laughs> up in the mountains so, 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 we could, <laughs> so if, if it didn't work out that way we were going to go up the mountains it either be saturday afternoon or uh you know we'll we'll get up early early sunday morning and then goes hunting up on the mountain Sunday morning and then set up camp, come back and set up camp and then go back out or something. Perfect. Well, I like that idea. I just know, I just know that you can get in the zone and. <laughs> yeah. It has crossed my mind to just maybe take, <laughs> to take off and be like, we're sleeping in the back of the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of that, I, I, I was just kind of having that thought of maybe, maybe, um, where like hike up on one of those glass mountains and then just uh you know i mean i'm sure it'll be warm enough have have a sleeping bag and maybe maybe set up some kind of tarp system or something and well that that has crossed my mind too you know <laughs> being like all right i bring a ha bring a sleeping bag if you don't mind packing and then we're <laughs> we're can't we're hiking out to a spot and <laughs> yeah camping out out there <laughs> Yeah, that that'll that'll bring your bear spray and pistol. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh that'll probably work. I mean, if you want to. I mean, I don't know. If, yeah, if that's I part mean, of that, that might be just one of those like plans. Like I that has crossed my mind, you know, that it as something I would like to maybe do. But that might be one of those things that we get up there and 
you know, both of us looking over the topo maps or, or, you know, Onyx and being like, you know, this area looks good here. And I'd really like to see into this area, but, you know, in order to see that area, we, it's going to be too long of a hike out or too long of a hike in just to do it on an evening or a morning. Right. Well, either way, it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. And uh, I'm just hoping as far as my job running the camera, I would like to just uh, um, get the six shots. (laughs) Make me look good. Make you look good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Have you thought about anything for, sorry, not to, since it's on my mind, uh, meal prepping for like uh, what you're going to carry in your bag for snacks or, or lunch. I feel like, I feel like this time, cause I, so I guess the reason I ask, so what I've been doing is as far as since I, well, I haven't been putting a lot of the boot on the ground hiking, you know, like I've been doing, I probably hiked in about two miles last weekend. So it wasn't that hard of a hike. It was uphill but it wasn't, you know, downhill was nice, but like what I've been kind of doing for a meal was just grabbing like those two for one peanut, you know, like bags. Oh yeah. That's a good idea. I mean, they're... and that's, and, I, and where I haven't been working so hard, it, it that's been enough, you know, yeah. like, but that's not a, a meal, but that's at least for hiking and doing what I have been doing. That's been plenty for me. Yeah. So, because I haven't, um, because it, this is just a three day hunt for myself. Right. Um, I, as far as food prep and stuff, I, I really haven't taken it that serious. Um, as far as like what I was going to do to prep. So I might actually mimic that and, uh, maybe do that and some, uh, cliff bars. Yeah, that's some cliff bars. And I'm going to probably throw in some type of a, of a jerky, you know, like a small, like a packaged jerky for, you know, not like a big bag, but some smaller package or teriyaki sticks or something. Yeah. 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 I might do something similar to that. I mean, uh, like I said, uh, meal prep just hasn't really crossed my mind. Uh, I guess one thing I'll probably do is, uh, is make that, make those beans so we can have those one night. Yeah. That's a must. Almost. (laughs) I think it's turning into one of those deals, huh? Where I have to do it every, every, uh, every, no matter where we go, I gotta, I gotta bring some. Yeah. No matter, no matter how many hunts we do a year, we got to at least have one night of, uh, of beans, of beans. (laughs) Sounds good to me, man. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, actually it is kind of awesome. I'm glad you like them so much, but I might, I might go down with this podcast being known for my beans, everybody's going to just want to try my beans. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, can't hunt for crap, but man, he makes a good set of beans. Right. <laughs> we're going to invite Eric along because we know we're going to get, get some good food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's cursed. He can't, he can't kill anything, but <laughs> he does make good beans. <laughs> right. <laughs> son of a gun oh man (laughs) well yeah man i um nah that's good though uh i I, let's see what did i do this weekend 
I didn't have to work. So I've been having to, I don't know if I've said it, but I've been having to work the weekends just for a few hours, but um, I've been having to work the weekends and this last weekend I didn't have to work this coming weekend. I will. And then I got, um, I got the three days off for uh, going down there to hunt with you, but yeah, I've been having to work weekends. So uh, I didn't even know I, I'm kind of all over the place, but what I'm trying to say is um, I didn't know that I wasn't going to hunt this weekend. So like, or sorry, work this weekend, <laughs> hunting's on the mind. Uh, I didn't know I, was, I wasn't going to work this weekend, so I didn't really have anything planned. And then I kind of find, found out last minute that I didn't have to work. So I, I just, I didn't really get much done as far as, uh, you know, I would have liked to go up to the mountains, but I was figuring the whole time that I had to work. So I didn't really get up to the mountains, but, but I'm not too, too mad about it. I mean, uh, I got some time. Uh, I think my son's going to do flag football this year. So that's going to be kind of tricky doing some scouting, but I'm going to do whatever I can get up there. And uh, he has games every Saturday. So I'll just probably, probably do some day trips or something and get up there Saturday evening or something and try to, try to find some elk, bugle a little bit. Do a little bit a little bit of uh uh e scouting. Do a little bit of that. It would be fun once September hits, you know, like uh throwing out some bugles, seeing if you get anything to bugle back. Yeah, that that's definitely my plan. I mean the hardest the hardest thing about that and I mean, I'm, I'll make my decision whenever I get up there is I don't know what the archery is going to look like. So I don't want to mess up somebody else's hunt by me being greedy and just trying to lay out bugles. So I don't know if I find myself in an area, I mean, you know, somebody could be, especially all in camo. I mean, somebody could be right there and I wouldn't know they were there, but, but I'm, I'll, I'll, you know, depending on like how many campers are on the, on the in their camp spots and stuff, you know, I'm, I might try to lay out bugles or, or I might, I might just refrain and, and, uh, and not do it. You know, I don't want to mess up somebody else's hunt just cause I want to be selfish and lay out bugles, but I don't know. I might have to at least do a couple cause I know my son, he's never, he's never heard any bugles before. So I think if I did that, he'd be so jacked and, uh, uh, yeah, so how old were you when you first heard your first bugle? Jeez, man, I don't know. I honestly can't remember. I feel like I was fairly young, but I can't remember. I was trying to think back, like, you know, trying to be the almighty hunter. I want to say, you know, like, oh, I was six years old. I was out but, of my mama's womb. Right. <laughs> but I, like, you know, I grew up in Vegas. We deer hunted never elk hunted so i didn't hear any elk there we moved to idaho and we would have i never really hunted elk until my our senior year in high school but we had elk running past our house but you know it was never during the rut and so i don't think i really heard my first bugle till i was like 24 yeah um now that we're talking about it, I want to say my first one was whenever I was a teenager with my older brother. We were up in the Selway area in Idaho, and uh, we were back in the mountains there. And and uh, 
I think he had it. I think he had a tag for that area. I can't, I can't remember what the situation was, but it was obviously September at some, some point in September. And, uh, and uh, later in the evening, I remember that. And he was laying out some bugles and, and uh, we never did see the elk, but I mean, he was behind some thick, thick trees and we couldn't see him, but he was right there. And that, that's what I remember the first one being, but to my memory of that though, I feel like I might've heard, might've uh, done it before that. The only reason I say that is because it was cool and everything, but um, I wasn't surprised by the sound, if that gotcha. makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like I've heard them. I heard them before that, but I just don't remember it. Uh, but yeah, I, I do remember that, that time with my older brother and uh, he was laying out the bugles and they're bugling back to him. So I was probably 14 or 15, maybe at the time. Cool. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've seen them, you know, like when I got older and we moved to Idaho, but I don't think I heard a bugle until I was in my twenties, 20, 24 ish, maybe 23. Mm. But cause I tried thinking back and there's, couple of them that were bugling i think looking i there <laughs> we were out here down by pace and and we we're kind of kind of scouting for deer and i was with this one buddy of mine and we with uh with robert and we hear like you know bugles going off and there was one going off off over here one going off over here and I felt like there was like three of them one going off behind us or something and all of a sudden like <laughs> I guess it was uh, during a youth hunt. The youth get to hunt like earlier. Mm-hmm. It was like kid and so it was like an older brother and his girlfriend and his little brother like come out of nowhere and they're <laughs> running to get to this other ridge trying to chase down one of the bulls. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I just remember, I was like, man, where'd they come from? And they're just, <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> You know, nowadays with uh, social media and everything, I feel like the kids are getting younger and younger going after these bulls. Uh, you know, because whenever when when we were when we were younger, I felt like it was mostly like like my dad and some of my mentors that I had growing up. You know, they're they're just trying to get me on deer. You know, focus on deer, get used to hunting, and and now these young guys are going straight after bulls. But it's kind of a di- different atmosphere too, because because out here in Colorado, it's it's just different. There's, I mean, I don't know if there's more more elk out here than deer, but but there's a lot of them. And in Idaho, it was a little different, where you know there was good populations of elk, uh, of elk, but um, I don't, I, you know, I don't think it was quite as prominent up there. Right. Well, and I've always, for some reason, have been kind of like before I started hunting elk, been kind of scared of hunting elk. Like, you know, everyone's always talking about, oh, you got to have like, a, you know, the biggest, you know, your powerful gun and got to have a good gun. You know, you got to know where they're at. And like, you know, you got to hike these hills, you got to be in shape. And, and so I was like, I'm the, I'll, I'll start hunting elk, I guess, when I'm ready. And, you know, I, I got into hunting elk uh, for, through a guy at work. And, you know, not that I've been successful yet, but I've been trying. 
and you know like but I, for some reason I was just scared of it you know like I, I don't like I felt like I had to almost like be ready to go hunting elk not you know like have everything ready not just all right let's go give this a shot and see what we find it was you know like I gotta I gotta be ready <laughs> yeah yeah I hear you um that makes sense well and and you know my first rifle was was a thirty thirty, and I know there'll be some Rambo out there that says, "Oh, I killed many of elk with thirty thirty, but you know I mean it's a thirty thirty like pretty much a deer gun, your first gun for deer, yeah right. I mean I'm kind of like you I, I my mindset was always just on deer for forever. I mean, whenever I got a little bit older. You know, later teens, uh, I would, uh, I've said it before, but I would get my elk tag, but I'd mostly hunt for deer. And, and, uh, and, and my, my thinking was, was, well, I'm out there hunting for deer, but if I come across the elk, um, I'll, uh, you know, I'll shoot it. I'll have the tag for it. So I did that. You know, I, I didn't even, I didn't do that every year. Like one year I would, and one year I wouldn't kind of thing for a long time. And, uh, but now I, you know, I think, I think that's part of it too, is we're older. Um, the challenge of the elk is just what kind of drives us a little bit. Yeah. You no, know, it makes us want to, want to go for it is the elk. So, you know, I think it's just a time thing, but, um, I, I guess that's one of my great regrets though, is, is, uh, not going after elk as a younger guy, uh, not learning them earlier in life. Right. And true yeah me too like I, not that i've really learned a lot since i've been hunting them but i've you know picked up some picked up on some things and waiting for when i can connect and hopefully be able to pick up on some more yeah yeah i think i mean i i just think it's all about confidence i think once we get our first uh first bull elk we'll kind of have a different perspective and kind of the following year, you know, it'll be like, okay, we've been there before. We know what to do. Try to repeat our steps to a sense. I'm like kind of excited for the day that, yeah, like you just said, repeat everything. And then like, I'm, you know, I'm excited for when it's like year after year or tag after tag that I'm successful with an elk hunt, you know, I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) I I think it can happen. You know, uh, speaking of all this, uh, there is one thing that I'm a little nervous of. Uh, I've kind of heard rumblings of it, and I don't know if it's 100% true, but ever since this coronavirus has kicked off, um, I, I've said it, and but I've overheard other people say it about people just being out in the woods in general. Oh. And I'm kind of a little worried this this uh, ne- this coming season we might get a lot of hunters up there. And, and I think, I think part of it is, is like through this COVID stuff and the, the shortage of, of, of protein and, and, and toilet paper, it just kind of put people at a different mindset. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people kind of was like, Oh, it's so much easier to go grab your side of beef or, or your package of beef at the grocery store. No big deal kind of stuff. And, I think this coronavirus, since it kicked off, it's kind of put people in another mindset of like, well, maybe I should get a little better at, you know, self, self-sustaining, self taking care of me and, me and my family. And, and uh, 
So I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we might see it during your hunt even maybe, um, or maybe not. I mean, I don't know if that'll be a good gauge or not, but, uh, well, it might be kind of hard because the tags all went on sale before Corona hit. So I mean, I take it back the archery side of it. There's unlimited tags. So for the elk, so we, you know, it is an elk area. So yeah, I guess that could be. Very yeah. I mean, I think if that's the case, then, then, uh, you know, we might see, we might see it, uh, play out in a couple weekends or when this drops this weekend. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens i'm i'm kind of curious if there's going to be more hunters out there than ever right. i don't know maybe things will normalize and everybody will kind of relax but i've just been hurt hearing rumblings here and there and it's kind of been making me think about it a little bit and and like i said almost every time that i went up there to go uh scouting this year or or um or whenever i was turkey hunting i mean just the the amount of people that were out in the woods was, was quite surprising being, um, being so early in the year. And, but I, I think this Corona stuff just got people kind of wanting to kind of get out, get outside more, get out in the woods more and get away more. So we'll see what, and, and through some of the podcasts that I've, the hunting podcasts that I've listened to, they've talked about some of the uh, tags disappearing and, eight minutes or whatever you know yeah it 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 killed the uh utahs uh when they opened up all their leftover tags it like any it was all gone like within a half hour if that whatever is left over yeah it might have been what i it was either that or montana or what i can't remember even which podcast i was listening to but but i remember that or but i heard them saying that that all so it's kind of, so hearing that kind of stuff just kind of like a little indicator like oh we might get a lot of activity out there in the woods this year so true so we, we might have to com- combat with that a little bit like i said we'll see we'll see what happens this week or yeah well i guess i could say this weekend because that's whenever this is going to drop um we'll see what happens and and uh go from there but might just have to be another adjustment true or well it might work in our favor too you never know because if we do get a lot of people out there and with you being a little bit more i mean you haven't really came across other scouters have you i can't no not really i've i've no i've seen a bunch of four-wheeler activity but you know a lot of a lot of it was just leisurely riders you know i don't i maybe seen one or two four-wheelers that seem like they could possibly be out scouting but I I haven't ran it. I haven't ran into anybody scouting for anything. So we might be okay during my hunt. Yeah. Well, that that's what I. It might work out to an advantage toward us too, because uh, if there is a lot of hunters, you kind of know the area maybe better than they do. So you could. Uh, I mean, this is just me being optimistic, but we could kind of maybe set in a place where we think they might be could possibly push stuff to us and i mean you know we might that might be an on-the-fly adjustment and who knows maybe i'm i'm over exaggerating all this and it's not going to be much different than any other year but but uh definitely kind of a conspiracy that i've been wondering about 
True. If it's if that's what's going to happen during both of our hunting seasons, basically. Right. So, um, with that though, uh, I think we could probably cut this off and and uh yeah sounds good to me i think i kind of went over what i wanted to get done over tonight threw some stuff out there and discussed some of the topics that i was wanting feedback on so i'm good okay um i do i have this one thing that i was wanting to talk about it has nothing to do with hunting but uh but it was just kind of a topic. Um, I'll just go ahead and spill it real quick before we get off. Uh, so I've been watching this uh, Lunkers TV is what it's called. And, and it's this dude. He's, he's pretty popular. I mean, he has 1.7 million followers. Uh, but he has this. Uh, he has some videos of him buying storage sheds. And, uh, and I've, been, I've been watching him. I started watching him be, uh, do reviews over, over some uh, – some uh uh battles uh military battles in afghanistan and iraq he was doing like review videos of it anyway i started watching his content and he was doing this portion of uh buying some some storage units and uh and i didn't know this was possible but for people out there that are interested in buying storage units you got to be careful even from the storage unit owners um he had a video on there that these uh they they did business with this particular storage unit uh business before and they uh they would open the open the storage unit and there was like a few nice things or somewhat nice things in the very front and then in the back there were like uh home depot boxes and uh um like freshly taped up and stuff and and it and they're like man this looks weird you know and they they started going through the boxes and and there was nothing but junk in the boxes just like literally like just like some of it was literal trash and uh and they're like man it feels like we're getting ripped off well they went back and bought another storage unit to do the to kind of investigate it and um uh, and it was the same setup and, and the lot or the storage unit that they bought was uh, two weeks before that his buddy bought that same exact storage unit. So then he came back and they're like, yeah, storage unit 231. And, um, and he's like, Oh, great. You know, he's like, how, how long is that? Uh, has that storage unit been there? And they're like, Oh, six months, six months, you know? And he's like, Oh, okay. And he kind of knew they were lying right then and there. And uh, he went in there and, opened up the storage unit and same thing. Like there was a couple bigger things right up front, kind of things of no value. Um, and uh, I guess to tie this in a little bit with hunting is, is there would be like a gun case, but the gun case would be completely empty. Right. So it'd have like a, a Smith and Wesson box or something like that. But the, but the box was completely, it was just a box sitting there. Like huh. not even, didn't even have like an item in it to at least make it look like they were trying to stuff, an item in the box. It was just an empty box. And, uh, anyway, so, uh, they would, they would do that with the, with the storage units. And, and, uh, this was like the business or anyway, the, the people that, that were, uh, working there, whoever was, was scamming them. So, uh, 
long story short, I just wanted to say like, if any of anybody listening is worried about or w- wanting to get into buying storage units, like beware of that stuff. Cause I mean, I've, I've wanted to do that, you know, watching those TV shows. I'm like, Oh, that'd be cool to go through other people's stuff and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, find stuff of value and sell it and all that, you know? And, and yeah. uh, after seeing that though, I was like, Ooh, man, even these guys that own the storage units are, can be scammers. So, right. but it, but this Lunkers TV to give him credit, um, you know, he did a whole video about it and kind of, you know, exposed it or whatever. And, but I, I just thought it was interesting. And so last night, whenever I was thinking about doing the podcast tonight, I was like, Oh, I should bring that up. So that's, that's pretty much that. So, um, but with that said, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the struggling hunters. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's, that's been subscribing, liking, following on the, uh, on the actual podcast platforms. And, uh, we got some more content coming your way, trying to, trying to really make a good go at this. So we really appreciate you guys' time and, uh, appreciate all you guys' support with that. I am Eric and I'm Joe. We are out. Peace. Laters. <laughs>